today. Boom. On Nerd Fury. It's a Fright Night. Ah! Ladies and gentlemen, this is Nerd Fury. I'm Dan Granato. I'm Jim Lovecheck. Oh my god. So we got not a doozy, but uh, a doozy for us for even watching it. Um, we watched the movie Fright Night, if you haven't guessed, if you haven't seen it. Um, I mean, you don't have to go see it. And it's, we're not it really spoiling anything. It was kind of fun. It was, it was, yeah. But if you've seen any Dracula movie, you've kind of seen this movie. It was yes. kind of like they took Dracula and took the movie The Burbs and mushed them together so, and made this one. That was on purpose. The they wrote it as a, for a way to bring vampires at the time mm-hmm. to a modern era, because before uh, that it was. It was just all in the You thought vampire, you thought it was an old monster type thing. Just like with anything, like every 10, 15 years, it's a new vampire flick to bring it like back into popularity. That's true. After this, it was popular and then died down. Then we got Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Then they got that was popular awesome. again. And then it kind of died down. Yeah, Blade. And, and then, then it died down again. And then we got Twilight. Anyway, um, so we're not talking about Fright Night. If you're thinking it's the 2011 version, that is starring not... Colin Farrell, David Tennant, you know, yes, big name actors, yes. And uh, what what's the kid's name that Anton Anton Volkin? Yeah, rest in peace. Yes, uh, great actor. Oh, he's fantastic. He was a great actor. Fantastic. Um, we're talking about the original uh, that was. Released in 1985, uh, it was. I'm sure at the time it was written. It was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a horror comedy. Yes. That was the writing point. There were jokes that were purposely like you could tell. Like, yeah, this was a written joke. Uh, but I would have to say that it didn't age well at all. No, like, like we we recently watched The Evil Dead and talked about that. That still held up pretty well because it was still kind of, I don't know, it was like a good movie. This was just like I knew what was going to happen before it happened. And yeah. The first hour of the movie, they didn't need. No. And the movie's only an hour and a half long. <laughs> hour and 40 minutes. Like, come on, man. It was bad. Uh, it was. And then, like, the ending, like, the whole, like, climax of the thing, I'm like, that's it? Yeah. So, I mean, I, we're going to spoil the heck out of it because. Most of you are probably not going to go watch it because it, it's a pretty dated film. Unless you're a hardcore horror fan, like it's one of those things like you have to watch it. Let me level it out for you. So it's kind of like Rear Window where a new neighbor moves in and the neighbor kid who's a teenager is very suspicious. At one point, he sees the the vampire who lives across the street played by Prince Humperdinck of uh-huh. Princess Bride fame. Yes. He actually did very well, I mm-hmm. thought. The Chris Sarandon. Yes. Ex-husband of Susan Sarandon. I just recently learned that was his name first, not hers. She kept his name. Well, yes. Because uh, <laughs> I saw that. A little bit more like, popular oh. for the girl to get <laughs> the man's name. I was like, oh, look at him. Um, but it's so anyway, it's a very campy movie. And the yeah. dialogue isn't very good. But I wrote one of these. The kid had just seen um, the vampire have fangs. And then he shut his window. So he's breathing heavy and he's being loud and his yeah. mom's like you want some hot cocoa and he goes ma i don't need hot cocoa i didn't have a nightmare 
that was pretty funny. The whole opening, I was like, oh, I'm going to hate every character, aren't I? Dude. It was, so like it opens up where the two main characters, uh, Charlie is the main character, the pro- God, main protagonist, need, need and his girlfriend, uh, Amy, she which need- by the way, uh, the Amy's played by the actri- actress Amanda Burse, who was more famous playing the neighbor for uh, Macy for ch- Married with Children. Oh! Yeah, this was like her... She's been in other films, but like this was the mo- only film she's really known for. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, the TV show. And I guess she was like... They waited to like the very last second to cast the girl. Because they, they were... The director was trying to find a girl next door, and every uh-huh. girl that th- came to to the call was like, "She's too hot." <laughs> it's like, no, uglier, uglier. I don't understand what you're saying. This is Hollywood. <laughs> I said, "Girl next door," uh, which I mean, I think Amanda Burst was a she looked like a girl next door yeah. type character, but they start off their uh, he's what look like. A little heavy petting, maybe. I, I mean, know. like they were making out, and he, like he was trying to go up shirt, and she wasn't yeah. letting him. And and they weren't on the bed; they were on the floor, which was weird to start off. Well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they were like, but they were watching those horror, that scary movie. Uh, maybe she, they Fright rolled Night off. Mixed. Maybe he was trying to like so like hide just in case like mom walked in. I don't know. I don't think the mom cared. But mom in like extreme frustration, he's like. She's like, I said no. God damn it, I want you. He's We've like, been together for a year, and yeah. all I hear is Charlie, stop. Which, uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> every high school kid, boyfriend yeah. has Especially in an argument. 80s movie, an 80s horror movie. And uh, it was but later on when they went, after like they go downstairs, they're arguing about well, why they're she, not having sex she, while his mom is right there. Yeah, and she wanted to eventually do everything, and he got too confused seeing people bringing in a coffin to the neighbor's house. I know. If my girlfriend was like, okay, I'm ready, Yo, what's I up? don't even like, know that there's a window. Right? I'm closing everything, turning the volume on the TV up. I'm like, thank God, that worked? Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Ticket to Pound Town made out to me. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, there's that... And it's the recurrent, the main uh, storyline is basically the boy who cried wolf yeah. scenario. And he also kept his shoes tied to his bedpost, which is weird because you'd be smelling your gym shoes while you're on your bed. Oh, I, th- I didn't even notice that. Yeah, he had his Nikes tied to his headboard. Who, no. who does that? I don't know. Maybe he was very forgetful, and maybe that helps him wake up. I don't know. Maybe that's why they're on the floor. Exactly. Bed stink like like, like gym dude, shoes. Take your shoes off. Where else am I supposed to put it? <laughs> Leave it by the front door like normal humans. And walk through my house barefooted. Were you an animal? Well, my mom doesn't turn on the heat. <laughs> God, why am I dating you? I mean, uh, and all. <laughs> The uh, Jesus. it was all over the place. Yeah. And, so and the, the, so she's mad at him. And yeah. And then he goes to the malt shop slash clothing store. Did you remember that scene where she shoves the hamburger in his face? Oh yeah. The um, the front is a clothing store. The back is a malt shop. Yeah. Like a fifties diner. Yeah. Basically, that's why I was getting it. I was like, oh, it's Greece. I was like, I don't. What what is it? I was like, yeah. To like, is it a Johnny Rockets? And I just didn't know. <laughs> 
What was the reason why he like she got mad at him again? Oh, because he was talking to Evil Ed. Yeah, he wanted. To... Gosh, most annoying character. In Evil film. Ed. Like even more annoying than that He Man character with the shrill voice. <sighs> I just everything like I thought I'm like, is this the actor like portraying this character as a tweaker? Right. Because it was just like nervous laughing the entire. I get the actor. Uh, his name is uh Stephen Joffreys. Mm-hmm. I guess that was he what he was known for in the eighties was like his very energetic style of I wouldn't portraying call that energetic. I call that like crackhead. Yeah, like caffeine the tweaker. Over, like, like tweak from South Park. The pressure. Right. Which apparently for that that actor, after like some popularity in the eighties, he completely changed his career path and became a gay mo- film movie star. Really? Yeah. And then he's like, you know what? I'm gonna go act in again. And then in the nineties he tried to regain popularity and it was like he didn't the the little popularity that he had. He just like he would randomly laugh. Like I didn't know if him and Charlie were friends or like frenemies because all they did was make fun of each other and punch each other. Yeah, I guess there's a like uh a famous line. There's a couple face famous lines that like cult lines I should say mm-hmm. something like like him making fun of him like Brewster and everything. Yeah. And like the random like when he said like come on evil Ed and he's like stop calling me that I'm like and then he calls him that for the rest of the night and doesn't bother him yeah it was strange like he call he they don't even say Ed when you first are introduced to the character he's just evil I'm like that's what they call people it was so it was so weird so yeah so like the 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 recurring thing of boy who cried cried wolf yeah. Is a common writing style for the director, and who else was the writer? The director is Tom Holland, not Spider Man. Damn it! Uh, he became this was his directorial debut. Okay. And one of the funny things was like when they were creating the movie, the production company they were part of uh, was more focused on other films and just totally ignored their film so he kind of just got to do whatever the hell he wanted and they had no objections to whatever he did really yeah and um so he kind of like he was able he had the rare ability of kind of flexing his like creativity with the like the budget and everything. The budget was only nine and a half million. I know, I saw that. Which and most of it went towards special effects. Yeah, like it was the, the first, first vampire one, movie. Yeah. To to spend a hundred or a hundred a million dollars on special effects, and the guy who did the special effects, uh-huh. um, did Ghostbusters. He was the same guy who did Ghostbusters, and oh. they repurposed things. They are not repurposed. They reuse things that didn't get used in Ghostbusters, like creatures mm-hmm. that he made. Uh, they didn't make the cut. He then just like oh, I'll just use them in this film. So like the, that's oh. how I think they kind of cut some costs and stuff like that. Got it, got um, it, got it. But the uh, Tom Holland was more famous for uh, a little movie that he wrote called Child's Play. Okay, yeah, he's the one who created that. So same thing, a lot of boy who cried wolf, kid right. main character says they saw something, no one believes them, and then he also created uh, he also directed psycho 2 the sequel okay and uh thinner thinner 
and he also did uh, that made-for-TV movie, uh, The Langoliers. Remember that one? Where it was the... Is that the cat people? Cat people? No, it's called Cats. No, there was a like a Stephen King TV movie where... I can't remember what it was. Anywho, doesn't matter. No, Lang- uh, Langoliers was the one where people were on a plane, and they land, but they had to do an emergency landing or something like that. And it's a they went to a parallel world basically, Interesting. and they're the only one. It's like a group of six or or eight or something like that, and they're the only ones in this uh, airport. And something's keeping them from leaving the airport. Okay, I think I have heard of that. You don't see anything. It's just like there had to have been no budget for this film because there was like you hear things or I hear things, but like you give the impression that there's something there but it's like there's no special effects whatsoever there's a blind kid that su- supposedly can see these creatures that are keeping them from leaving uh-huh and that's about that's well, he becomes like the leader so the blind that. kid yeah interesting can tell them where to go oh and got it got it got it it wasn't a great it was another stephen king uh adaptation adaptation before yeah. his movie started becoming good yeah which was surprisingly recently but, but so anyway, back to Fright Night. Yeah. So, I I didn't even write down um, the vampire's Renfield character. Yeah, I think so. There's debate on what he actually is. Yeah. The popular theory is that he is a golem. Okay. Hence and why, when he gets killed, finally, sand comes out that it's actually clay. Oh, interesting. Because I was confused. I'm like, why is sand? Like, it's goo, and then it's sand. Yeah. I'm like, it was that weird goo, kind of like in Evil Dead, where like they all like melted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is strange. The, uh, yeah, and he was really twitchy, and like creepy. It was weird. He was the creepiest thing out of all. Uh, yeah. The I'm like, what is? What's up with this like, guy? <laughs> hey, you better it. keep it that way, neighbor kid. Yeah. Hey. He's just smirking the whole time. Like, what the f- <laughs> At the end, when he walks up, Terminator style, and like he sh- they shoot him point blank in the head. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, and then he just keeps going, and then there was way too much smoke from that revolver at that time. Also, so, <laughs> so Char- <laughs> Charlie goes to Evil Ed for advice and goes, hey, I got eight bucks. What can ward me from? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> from vampires. I mean, it's 1985. Got- Eight bucks is might as well be 40 bucks. Still, though, he just tells him crosses and garlic, and if he's watched as many Fright Night movies as he ha- says he has, yeah. he could have learned that from the movies. I know. I'm like, Saved himself right, eight bucks in a trip to Ed's house. Sh- those shows religiously, you think you would pick up some stuff? Yeah. It would. I mean, so <laughs> yeah, so he's he tries to get, like, the um, tries to get Caught. He calls the police. Remember, and then yeah. like because the he sees the hooker come in. Yeah, and then she he still ends like, up dead. Yeah, and that's when you find out the trope of like you know like oh Amy's a reincarnated uh, wife of this guy Jerry who's probably Dracula maybe. That was actually that the actor's idea it wasn't Tom Holland's. I read. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was. He wanted to give the character more depth, so he it was his idea to have Amy be a long lost love of his. Oh, okay. Uh, interesting. Well, it was also his, um, Chris Sarandon's idea to eat an apple. 
Really? Yeah. I thought that was a cool touch that he was always eating an apple. So, yeah, he wanted to always eat an apple because he decided that the character was his, the DNA, shared DNA with a fruit bat. Oh, that's funny. So that's why he ate That's actually an a apple. good idea. Yeah, ate an, a- an apple the entire time. Because you're like, dude, this guy just loves he's, apples. He's smashing those apples. And eating the core, too. Yeah. yeah. And so this is a, the movie was fun, but like the sound was really weird. I would like to call the soundtrack Seinfeld esque. So there, it's there's a um, I think it's the same guy who did Terminator Two. Like it's yeah, yeah the like guy that. who did the soundtrack was his name was uh, Brad Fidel. Yeah, he did the term Terminator soundtrack for Terminator. Same style. Yeah, but like dun 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 is much different than everything that's in this movie. Well, yeah, but it, like the heavy <laughs> synthesized, yeah, electric guitar <coughs> style. You yeah, know. but yeah, I mean, the thing that so like where are we at now? We're at he's basically he oh, just we, tried to kill Charlie in yeah, his house. The police officer is annoyed with Charlie, and yeah. then tells like, if you come to the police officer, I'm going to throw you in jail forever. I'm like, what? Like that's not a thing, man. You son of a bitch. Yeah, and then the cops like, yeah, okay, I'm done here. Nothing creepy. Mm-hmm. And all Charlie had to say is, I saw the dead woman come into this house. Yeah. Investigation gets open. She came to me and says, hey, is this a house that I'm looking for? Uh-huh. Yeah. No, you're looking for the neighbors. Yeah, I mean, he's a dumb kid. He is a very dumb kid. Once it got to that point in the... so I'm, I'm skipping ahead. So yeah. the, the vampire's name was Jerry, right? Yeah, Jerry uh, Dandridge. Okay. So <laughs> he tries to kill Charlie by choking him, which is weird. Yeah, and he tells like, quiet, you don't want to wake up your mother. And I'm, then he throws him into the closet. I'm like, well, that's going to, okay. Yeah, and then like they elongated his face and gave him the teeth that were hard to talk through. Yeah, I was like, oh, when he becomes a vampire, he has an extreme underbite. Yeah, like you could have just done with the regular fangs and made the, the eyes creepy because they had like those weird red contacts at some points but not all the time right weird character choice acting choice was when (laughs) he gives shows him the cross and he does that weird moaning he's like Uh, and only when charlie used it because he had that faith which is kind of a cool that kind of makes sense because the guy so to get to the other his cohort i guess you could say his yeah. uh, right hand man was his hero, who was his TV. The character name was uh, Peter Vincent. Vincent. I don't know if any of you guys grew up in the Chicagoland area, but it's very similar to what Sven Gulli does. Love yeah. me some Sven Gulli. So basically, he was a on the TV show. He played the same character forever. <laughs> he uh, played a vampire hunter, killer vampire Ki- killer Peter Vincent. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Um. So like Charlie tried to like to get him to come and like help him but charlie thinks he's real obviously he's not yeah and blows him off and we're we're thinking about peter vincent so peter vincent is was written for um vincent price i was gonna say that because his name seemed like it was um peter cushing 
Peter Cushing, who played the original Van Helsing yes. in the Christopher Lee movies, That's and Vincent Price. That That's what I two. figured it was. Um, God, Vincent Price in that role would have been awesome. Yeah, he would have been great. But he decided against it because at that time, Vincent Price's health was starting to, oh. to waver. Because he passed away in like 93. Yeah. So And it was towards the end of his career, acting-wise in general, and he was done with doing horror flicks he wasn't he didn't want to do that kind of stuff anymore yeah so then they 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 uh casted uh roddy mcdowell who is very famous he is has over 260 film credits on acting he's more famous most famous for uh his portraying cornelius and caesar in the original planet of the eggs what yeah with charlton heston Mm mm-hmm Get your dirty stinking hands off yeah, me. Yeah, he was Cornelius and Caesar, and then he played uh, one of the main characters in the TV series. Oh. But then he also he played he other notable ones was he played one of uh, Batman's Rogue Gallery. Mm. He played the bookworm in the Adam West Batman, oh, which was a ridiculous like uh, costume, which most of them are. Yes. It's that's all very campy. But he wore like a, a bowler cap with a with a reading lamp in front of it. He wore spectacles with a with like a magnifying type spectacles. Oh, like the ones where you flick them and they they get yeah, yeah. bigger, oh, smaller, <laughs> it's, it's smaller. Great. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Um, that's a classic '60s Batman villain. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. <laughs> but he also was uh, he played his last role. Was he was a vo- he played a bug in the Bug's Life. He played one of the older uh, elders in the uh, ant family. Colony. Colony. Thank you. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. Um, his character's name was Mister Soil, but he was the one that would belittle Flick. Oh, okay. Most of the time. Got it. Um. And at the end, he was, like, dancing with the old queen. Got it. Okay, yeah. That was him. That was his last role before he passed away in, like, 98 or something like that. Oh, wow. He's, like, one of the few actors that his career spans seven decades. Whoa. Yeah. He did a ton of stuff. And then he also directed a bunch of – not as many, obviously. But he directed – he wrote a bunch of stuff. Because eventually, if you have that many credits – you're gonna get bored. You want to try. You want to dip your finger in the like, stuff. Yeah, I, I, I could be a producer for something. I yeah, mean, it's just a title. <laughs> That's true. I thought he did very well in his. I, role. He was the best actor. Oh, it was sh- for for sure. Steven between so, him and Sarandon, Sarandon, who's has a uh, theater background. That was he was more popular theater wise. You can was. tell. You can yeah. tell because I didn't know he wasn't because I've only ever seen him in The Princess Bride. I didn't know he wasn't an English actor <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when right. I looked it up. I was like, he's from West Virginia? Yeah. <laughs> I was the, like, what? <laughs> it was, uh, so I guess he's like very, he's a good actor to be like in your film. Like he's very help, like help, he like loves to help type of thing. Well, like he came up with the Apple thing. Came which, up with the Apple, he and has the, ideas. Yeah, and the former During, lover or so whatever. Like his makeup, when he would be in full vampire mode, it took nine hours to put on that makeup. So he would get bored. Yeah. Obviously. So he actually helped them 
so you put on his like his fingers were like you could tell fingers. when they ended yeah because <laughs> they had an extra knuckle yeah 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 <laughs> so he helped them with that he put on the fangs for them while they like were working just so like yeah. it speed up the process a little bit multitask yeah. and he wasn't bored so that's nine hours but that Stephen Goffrey the guy who who played Evil Ed mm-hmm. when he was uh later on he be- turns into a wolf vampire that turns into a wolf i don't know they actually in the original book they can of course you know well they can turn into mist bats and wolves and rats and command all those creatures too any child of the night okay well what sweet music they make that's what the whole thing is (laughs) well his half human half wolf i thought those special effects were awesome that was amazing they were awesome they were like um american werewolf and is London the first one? American Werewolf in London, yeah. Where that that transition from human to werewolf yeah. is still one of the coolest things I've seen. That's uh something Parker, I forget what his name is. Yeah. But that, he's a real famous like that you should look up that guy. I'll look up the name uh I'll later on because that was and like he was halfway through at points like the halfway transition. Yeah. And the way like hit like the skin melted and reformed as human, but he still had the long hair. That was a really cool scene. What I didn't like though was so he comes <laughs> First off, he's the slowest wolf I've ever seen in my life because he comes out I of mean, the... I mean, he's a Siberian husky. You should be like... We know a Siberian husky that is a killer. Straight up killer. Just a killer. <laughs> if and you don't it, pay attention to her. And it, it it wasn't making wolf sounds. I swear to God they used a lion or tiger for those roars. Oh, yeah. I mean, boy, he's a werewolf. He wouldn't sound like a dog. I mean, you could still have him growl. Ah, Come on. Stupid. Come on. You're dumb. I'm not dumb. I'm not done. But that, yes, that was really, that that was probably one of the best scenes in the movie. And um, Sarandon being, he, he's not a very muscular guy. No. So he's not like that kind of intimidating, but he was able to pull off intimidating very, very he well. He played the and switched charismatic to charming. Yeah. vampire. The charismatic, aristocratic vampire very, very well. He was... I have to say, his sweater game in that movie, dude, was killing on it, point. dude. When he's in the club with that sweater, yeah, man, just my... hanging over. There's like, what's up, girl? Dude, I wrote that. Hang on one second. I go, kind of rooting for the vampire, Mister Steal Yo Girl. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and at that point, like, he's a, was that an under eighteen club? I didn't understand. I mean, it was dance clubs were. I, what, I mean, there were more but underage there were beer, dance there was clubs beer there. than there was. Yeah. Oh. They had beer, but could they drink it at 18 in 1985? I don't remember when that transition really happened. It was before our time. It was way before our time. (laughs) Uh, But to go click back to the werewolf thing, yeah, it took uh, 18 hours to put that makeup on. Can you imagine sitting literally your entire day just to put the makeup on? To film that one scene? And then to film a scene? That may take a couple hours. You don't know if you didn't get it in the first take. That's brutal. Uh, the special effects guy that you should look up is Rick Baker. Rick Baker. He okay. is a legend. Like If he did the American Werewolf in London thing, man, dude. American Werewolf in London, He's he worked on all, a lot of the King Kong films. Really? The practical ones, like the ones in the 70s with uh, uh, Jeff Bridges. I forgot he was in that one. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, that was 
people forget about that's that. That's like one. your opinion, man. Yeah. Kong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but yeah, back to the where like he's like, I'm going to steal your girl. That dance scene was weird. That was a longest dance sequence I'm like I've ever seen for a vampire flick. Not and like they were like just moving from butt to butt, and I was like, this is making me uncomfortable. And she wanted it. She did. It was weird. And then she like snapped out of it, and then he got her back. Yeah, yeah. And then then like at that point, I'm like, Charlie, you can't even be mad. You had two chances, and you lost, man. I know. (laughs) You were just your sweater game's terrible. Your sweater game's terrible. What are you sitting there with a fucking blazer? Right. In high school? What are yeah. you? Yeah. College go, professor? He there? went to go visit his hero, Peter Vincent, with. He had the elbow patches yeah. on his. Like he was a fucking professor. Jacket. Yeah. Dude. God. I did Which, not uh, like that guy. I like how, like, he. Peter Vincent's character had a room full of antiquities. Yes. And nothing was said about that. Yeah. Like, if they're, like. That's, that's put into play in the remake. With God, as David's character, they talk, like so like, what's all this crap? You know, well, uh, like it, I, I, you don't know if it's from his travels because he seemed like he's a well-traveled guy because he's he's basically like a guy who stars dwindling, right? And then, well, like in the remake, uh, Peter Vincent, the character Peter Vincent, is very uh, well off, mm. like he's doing well, like he's a current star. In this first one. He's just a public access guy, and he has he has he lives in an apartment. Yeah, that like it's just a one bed in Iowa. Apartment. Yeah. In Iowa, <laughs> it's. Uh, I like the remake better personally. Okay, I'm gonna a have lot to people watch who that. watched the first one first didn't really like the uh, wasn't as great as they liked the original better than the remake. But I saw the remake first. So I, I mean, God, well, it's so David like, Tennant's gonna be. Make I love David great. Tennant. He can be in anything, man. But like it, this movie had, I hate to say it, like good bones. Like it had a good idea for a story behind it. It was simultaneously they jumped in too quick and it was too long of a movie. Like how we were just talking about how you could take the first hour out. Yeah, you could replace that with because Charlie didn't have a dad. Right. So you could have replaced it with like his dad disappeared mysteriously. And somehow the vampire was involved somehow, and he was coming back to town to like get the right. rest of the family because his dad killed all the rest of his wives or something like that, or maybe Charlie wants to be a cop, well, there so is that's a why he's so noisy. This. You know that? Oh, really? Yeah, there was a sequel. So uh, they made a direct to movie uh, sequel to it with only the two. Charlie and Peter Vincent were the only recurring characters. Really? Yeah, they couldn't okay. get anybody else back because I think at that time, uh, Amy's character, the character Amy, like she was probably in uh, Married with, with Children, yeah, and probably good, contractually yeah. couldn't do anything. And um, Saranda might have been doing the Princess Bride. I think Princess Bride was before this. I thought it came out in '86. I could be wrong. Uh, I mean, you could be right. I mean. I don't know off the top. I'm gonna of my look head. it up just so I can prove myself. All right, that's cool. Um, that's cool. Yeah, and I guess they made another remake before the really? 2011 one that was like god awful. Don't watch it. Well, because like this movie made 30 million dollars, right? Only lost to Nightmare on Elm Street two, 
So it was a very successful film for how... Oh, Princess Bride was 87. 87. Okay. So two years after that. So he could have been filming it. Yeah. Which is why he couldn't do the movie. And uh, I kind of liked how Evil Ed became a vampire after he went into the alley like an idiot. Right. It's like, no, don't go into that dark, creepy, smoking alley. We're being chased by a vampire. Whatever, dude. I'm going to do it, Brewster. Yeah, what a piece of shit. I hate that, dude. I was glad he died. I really wanted the vampire to win. I mean, all he wanted to do was murder hookers and be left alone. Like, what else did he move to the he suburbs for? Searching, he was really just searching for his reincarnation. I mean, he didn't know he was searching for her. His Yeah. But once he, like, oh, she's there. Which, by the way, I love how, like, for her being the reincarnation of his lost love. Right. They didn't talk about it. They Well, they he brought it up, kind of. Sort of. Yeah. But they, uh, when he, like, kept him in the room with her after she, like, was being turned. Yeah, and he's like, "Here, here's a stick. Kill her." I'm like, "What? What did you want? Your like long lost love, like st- alive still?" Yeah, I don't. That might have been a test to make her kill him, maybe. because maybe to complete the transition, she had to drink somebody's blood. That's usually the case. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that was a smart, devious play by yeah. him. Which, when she turned, why was her face so long, and why did she have so many teeth? Oh, that was the yeah that one that was yeah that was a choice. Yeah, and her hair got longer. And her boobs were fake. I did not notice. I couldn't look past that mouth. I was like, whoa. Well, before she had the mouth, she was walking down and her hair was long. Like, that was her transformation. Don't you want me now, Charlie? (laughs) She had prosthetic boobs. They purposely made her boobs bigger. And, like, the actress, uh, Amanda Burris, brings the boobs to cons. For real? And, like, when people come up to, like, for autographs, they're like, touch my boobs. And they're, like, they're just like, wait, what? <laughs> smack, 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 smack. <laughs> they're like those doorstop things. <laughs> I put it on my notes. A- for under things that I like, Amy's fake poops. <laughs> <laughs> I think that goes under special effects. <laughs> ah, all right. Another rin- win for Rick Baker. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was not in this film. Oh, I thought he was. Dang. No, no, no. Oh, he you just... said it was the Ghostbusters guy. Yeah. Sorry. Got um, confused. Got confused. Yeah. There was a and even of... the final confrontation really wasn't that great, where they were just breaking yeah, the it windows. Was like... It was so strange to me. I f- I was watching it and I was thinking to myself because they're in the basement at this point. Yeah, and I'm like, how he's many full windows, vampire. How many windows yeah. are in this basement? They're trying to fight off. There's two humans. They're fighting a full old ass vampire who's yes. pissed because you just killed his Renfield slash gay lover. I don't know. He was kind of cuddly in the scene just before. Yeah, which was weird. Remember that scene where like the he, Charlie shows him the cross and he starts doing the oh, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, he comes yeah. in and knocks it out and then he's like mm. yeah yeah <laughs> I was like what what is this yeah that was weird it was very weird that guy was weird that his death scene was unnecessary and unnecessarily long and there was too much steam and then they're in the basement and he's a full vampire and then he decides to change into a no, this is before they go into the basement. He decides to change to that weird hairless bat yeah. to attack Peter Vincent instead of just being the vampire who can rip out random security guards' throats in the plain view of the public at the 80s dance club. I thought he was transforming into like a life-size bat or I something. Then he's stronger. I like I don't never got like when like they make the vampire character transform into a smaller animal. 
or smaller part thing, and now it's more pop powerful. Like, wouldn't it be like if he's going to transform into something to be more powerful? Wouldn't it be like a human sized bat or something? You in most good vampire movies, they transform into the bat to like spy on people or to, to get away because a bat's harder to get. Yeah, that's the reason why they ch- or to travel long distances quickly because bats can fly. But not in this movie. He just uses it to jump over ledges and destroy Charlie's car. <laughs> yeah. It was And then and it was like a terribly painted Mustang. Yeah, I felt bad for that car. I'm like, oh God, you couldn't just like just finish just prime it? Yeah. Completely? Yeah. Like why just build like oh, he's just a piece of shit kid. He really was. He's failing trigonometry. Yeah, I just felt like the whole movie, like, Charlie deserves everything that happens to him. Dude, I really wanted the vampire to win, to get his lost love, and then, like, it's just like, and they lived happily ever after, (laughs) and that's the end of the movie. And he left everyone alone. And ended up still killing hookers. Doing the Lord's work. I mean, I've been doing it for hundreds of years. Right? And it's not like he he wasn't killing, like, pillars of the community like the governor. He was ordering hookers. And killing right. him. Exactly. I mean... Well, then he didn't kill a, a he, girl before. The first murder was some dude. Oh, that's right. And then uh, then it was the, the but, hooker. But they said they found him in, like, a, like behind an abandoned train car, so I figured it was a homeless guy. Yeah. That's just Which, my take on it. To go back to the hooker, when they find... When Charlie, like, sees them, like, put the hooker in the car, the uh-huh. body... And he tosses the purse at him, and it's just like a... It went right into his hand? A reverse take of a hand, yeah. something. I'm like, oh, that was weird. It's like, why? That He's was like, too precise of a catch. You forgot something. <laughs> and guy's like, got it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was uh, it was weird. It was terrible. All around, as a whole, the movie was... It, you, I wouldn't... If you're a horror fan... It scratches a certain itch, because when you watch bad movies... There's something about it where you're like, this. It's like, it's like seeing like a but kid was, fall down. You still yeah. laugh and you still enjoy it. I mean, it, it's one thing for it to watch in a bad movie that was always bad. Mm-hmm. This was at the time a popular movie. True, very true. It just did not age well at all. Mm-mm. It aged out of its uh, popularity. Popularity, like within five years, it was too too Easy. old of a movie. Yeah, I would say like. Three, yeah, they're like when they, so they did a twenty five fifth or twenty five twenty five fifth, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 20, I got it, twenty fifth anniversary of it, uh huh, twenty fifth anniversary, <laughs> um, DVD of it, like, and was it one of those DVDs where like you buy the Fright Night, but it comes with all the other shitty ones they made that were direct maybe, DVD I ones? No, it was, it was, um. Sony owned the rights to it. Okay. And it was being done by another, like an indie company that was, that wanted to do it because it's, it's a cult following yeah. and everything. And they were like, yeah, let's, uh, they're all excited about it, but they couldn't do commentary because Sony wouldn't allow it. Because oh, they had man. the rights. So the actors filmed themselves, like filmed their own commentary and released it at, free on the website of like where you would get oh, it oh that's like a cool. fan website that's cool as an mp3 so I'm like that's nice of them because it's like they know it's not like they're like oh how dare you yeah, say fright I mean, night like, is a terrible film i don't know it's just like one of those things where like 
there it's nothing, it's nothing for special. Sony. Like it was like, wh- who cares? Like then you would get yeah. money off of it if you yeah. like got it. None of these actors are super popular where they would like That's have true. to like pay them anything. They obviously did it for free because yeah. it was just more like a fan thing release. Yeah, but it didn't age well. Like I said, Mm-mm. but if you're a horror aficionado it's one of those things you have to watch because it's one of it's part of its history i can kind of see how it was kind of one of those like while these special effects are great but it was like a stepping stone from those earlier yeah. effects to like better right but special like, effects in the 90s you and 2000s. watch it because if this film wasn't created you would not get child's play true because who knows when the director would have broken his, through broken yeah. through that's true and it, it it did well at the box office. I mean, it did so. well enough that it warranted a remake. So and a sequel and, and a sequel. sequel to the sequel. I mm-hmm. kind of want to watch the sequel though, because Colin Farrell, David Tennant, and Anton no, that's, it's just, that's a reboot. Oh, the reboot. Sorry, yeah. the remake. I want to uh, see that. Emo, emo pets, emo, emojin peep weeps. I forget what the actress's name is. The English uh, actress. Oh. Um, Oh. I, fr- I always mispronounce her name every time. What other movies is she in? She was in. I will. Sh- oh, Emojin Poots. She was uh, in um, that movie with Zach Efron. Um, high School Musical. No. High School Musical 2. None of the high school musicals. Baywatch. It was. The Greatest Showman. Where. <sighs> Damn it. <laughs> Neighbors. <laughs> Baywatch. Baywatch. Baywatch 2. The Rock Returns. <laughs> oh my God. I hate you so much. Uh, the, that awkward moment. That's such a. Oh. Yeah, she plays Zach Efron's like, girl he ends up with. She's a good actress. That's a, I feel like that's an underrated movie. She was in that. She was in Green Room. Okay. That we still haven't seen that we that's have true. to see. Uh, 28. Weeks later, the sequel to I didn't 28 see Days. That. 28 Days Later was awesome. Um, most recent film that she did was this um, film Vivarium mm-hmm. with um, what's his name? Guy from uh, ne- network. network. The Network. Je- uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> the Social Network? The Social Network. <laughs> There's another movie the guy called from the network. the network. There's also a movie called The Network. But nowhere near what I was talking about. Anyway. Yeah, it's a great film. I suggest you watch the, the 2011. I, it looks fun. One. Um, so, yeah. So, I think we will wrap it up there. Yeah. Uh, to sum up, if you're bored and on Amazon Prime and you want to look at it, a mid-80s classic and I'm doing air quotes, go ahead and watch this movie. It's not that bad. Yeah. Fast forward through the first half hour. I mean, we already basically just told you the entire film. But yeah. but it's also a vampire movie, so you know how they turn out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, catch us up next week. We are going to do another movie uh, to yet to be determined. Correct. Uh, Let's so pick yeah. a good movie this time. Oh, you want to see a good movie? I want to see a good one. All right. I mean, Hereditary was a good movie. It was so good. It was so good. Yeah, that that may be my. So we'll call this one the palate cleanser. This what we just did. Yeah. Okay. To like reset our <laughs> brains to be like, oh, this is what a not good horror movie looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. This is what an old, ag film. Uh, yeah. Okay. So 
Catch us next week. Same time. Wednesdays. Noon. Kind of. Depends on if my computer's working. Thanks for listening. We love all 12 of you. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.